And welcome back to Real Talk Sports with Rico. Today I will be your host. Today's show we're actually talking about the NBA rookie class here of 2022. Wanting to kind of highlight uh, some of the special things here that the NBA draft class has actually shown us here this year. And uh, before we actually jump into the show, I first and foremost want to go ahead and thank Anchor for being the uh, platform for us. I want to thank the sponsors out there who put sponsorship on the show and the fans out there who have put... Um, you know, their input into our show to help us drive topics here. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this one. So again, we're talking about the NBA draft class here of 2022, which I think may go down as actually one of the best draft classes here in quite some time in the NBA here. And uh, starting here with the number one pick overall here, and that is uh, Ben Cheryl here. Uh, This guy has been absolutely on a tear here for the Orlando Magics here um how about the number over or the number one overall pick here join Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and LeBron James as the number the only number one pick since 1969 to have at least uh 25 points five rebounds and five assists in their NBA debut here and I believe all six games that he's actually been in he has actually put up 20 points here and, you know, the special thing here about uh, Benchero is that, you know, a lot of people are seeing how special he is, you know, how he can handle the basketball, how he can shoot the ball, how he's able to take it to the basket and things like that. And they're talking about the fact that this was not Saul at Duke. And, you know, I, I tell people all the time that when you look at a, a player in college it's and, and pros, it's two different things because... You know, when you're playing in the college game, you know, it can be limiting in the sense that you're playing, um, you know, in a system, you know, and in this particular situation where he was at Duke, um, you know, he had to play a lot of the five there, you know, here, you know, when you look in the NBA, a lot of your fives at this point are like they're either stretch bigs or they're bigs that actually uh, rim run. Or you have guys that are just basically in between like a a four or five, but they still have um, the ability to actually play a little bit of the small forward. And really, Benchero is all that, okay? Because he has the bully ball aspect of it. He can handle the basketball so he can dribble and get to anywhere on the floor. Um, He's able to shoot at all three levels so he can, you know, shoot close to the basket. He has a terrific mid-range jumper, and he also can shoot it from far away as well. You know, that was one of the things that I kind of looked at uh, during, you know, the run that they had in the NCAA tournament. He was able to knock down three-point shooting, and I was saying to myself, like, man, if he's able to knock it down at that clip in college basketball, if that translates to the NBA, like, it's going to be scary. And so you knew that Ventura was going to be good, but I didn't think people thought that he was going to be this good this early. And quiet as this kept, man, Orlando is in a really good situation here because they have a lot of bigs and they have Ventura now, and then they've got some options here at the guard position. You think about it here, they have Cole Anthony that's been out. Um, They still have uh, Jalen Suggs, who they got from Gonzaga, who has shown that he probably will be a pretty good role player here. They still have Terrence Ross. And then on top of that, they have a former number one pick in Martez Phobes, who if he's able to recapture a little bit of what he was able to find in Philadelphia there before he was traded away, 
The magic can actually be pretty special here. And I know that they pretty much had to get rid of Aaron Gordon and, uh, you know, Vujicic there, who's also in Chicago. But it, quiet as his cap, man, Orlando has drafted well. And I think that they're in a good situation here. And I just want to definitely give a salute out here to Benjero because, like I said before, you know, I have, I saw LeBron James in his first game when he scored the 25 points against the Sacramento Kings. And I was like, wow, this guy's going to be really good. And I think that I get that same feeling here when you look at Benchero and you look at the fact that he's super efficient from the field, folks. He doesn't take a lot of bad shots. He's a willing passer and a terrific scorer, and he loves to play defense here. So I like this pick. I think that this guy is going to be a terrific pro and certainly... I mean, it is early to say like a Hall of Famer, but when you are in the categories of a LeBron James and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar here within your first couple games and the first six games have been 20 plus points, you're in some good company. Next up here, let's talk about uh, Jabari Smith here, who had 17 points in his opener, seven rebounds and one assist in 33 minutes here. Um, listen, man, this is a guy here that you know you look at the fact here that this guy competes hard um you know he's i think he's a perfect fill-in you know because they've let christian woods go and i think that this is a guy that's going to be able to again he's going to be able to stretch the floor and he's also going to be able to play bully ball as well it may take him a little bit longer to figure it out here because he's playing with some elite scores and jalen green and Kevin Porter these guys can definitely score the basketball here and I think as these these young guys figure it out they're going to be a very scary scary basketball team here because they have a lot of good pieces here but the one thing that I do like about um you know Jabari Smith is the way he competes man his competitiveness and his ability man to continue to keep going even if he is not playing very well here I think it bodes very well and I like what Houston got here with this. And I think that this is another young man that is going to be very good here. And another uh, draft pick here in this class that I think, again, I'm not really you know, willing to go ahead and say Hall of Famer, but certainly I think it has all-star written on it. Uh, next up here, two individuals that I really like a lot here, Jaden Ivey and Jalen Duran. And starting with Jaden Ivey, uh, you have to love his story you know more importantly i think jay nivey's coming out of purdue here um i believe his mom actually coached on memphis's staff so she uh would had the pleasure there of coaching uh john morant and i believe she's the head coach now at notre dame and you know they say that you know jay nivey was pretty much in the gym all the time and it shows you know the one thing that i love about jay nivey here he had 19 points in his debut 8 of 15 from the field, 2 of 4 from downtown, but more importantly, the 4 assists, 3 steals, and 3 rebounds here. I mean, this guy and his motor, he reminds me a lot of what Derrick Rose had when he first came in the league, when he had the ability to get to the rim here. And I think he's a much better shooter than what uh, Derrick Rose was coming in, you know, because he's a lot better at the free throw line. He's certainly a lot better shooting the ball. Um you know from the three-point land and you know that's only going to develop even more as he you know continues to work on his game here 
And I, I think that with this piece here, he has the ability sometimes when he goes to the rack, he reminds me a lot of the way Ja Moran is. Uh, the explosive the uh, the explosive ability the way the way he's able to get other players involved and set up easy shots here i think that he is going to make detroit that much better here because offensively now you're going to have guys like Cade cunningham um you know jalen durant and uh you know isaiah stewart these guys are going to be able to get in positions now where they're not going to have to go one on five he is going to create angles for them and scoring opportunities based off the fact that he is attacking the defense here so that's why i love jay nivy here and i love this pick i think that he's going to be special here and i believe in his debut here he became actually the uh maybe the fifth uh youngest player to score as many points as his in his debut there um, so really, man, I mean, he was up there with the Isaiah Thomas and, you know, Dumars and guys like that. So that's very special in itself. So I like Jay Nivey. I think that when they look back at this um, draft here, I think that he's probably going to be one of the best point guards to ever come out here, um, especially as he continues to develop uh, as a jump shooter here. Next up here, his teammate here, um, Jalen Durant, uh, that they got here out of Memphis here. I love his motor. You know, that's the one thing about him. And, he, you know, when you look at the fact that Detroit has drafted Greg Monroe before and Andre Drummond, Jalen Durant has that Andre Drummond in him for sure. Like, he definitely looks like he's going to be an elite rebounder. He looks like he's going to be an elite defender. And he looks outstanding as far as a rim runner here. Okay, so right now he's very dependent on the guard play, which is perfect because you know Jalen Ivey was able to set him up multiple times here you were able to see basically um just the the strong build and athleticism that Jalen Durant has I mean I think he's going to be special alone in, in that aspect but when he develops so to speak a one-on-one game I mean if he's able to do a lot like uh, I believe what John Collins is able to do with the Atlanta Hawks he's able to kind of step out hit a mid-range and knock down some three-point shooting and stuff like that when he learns to do that um, along with shooting the free throw a lot better I think that you might look back at this draft and say that this was another still in the draft here and I think another terrific pick here in this draft I, I like Jalen Duran I like his long-term play um, I think that this is I think Detroit definitely got great steals here with Jay Nivey and uh, Jalen Durant here so next up here I want to talk about um, uh, Benedict Mantherin here out of uh, what is it I believe he played for Arizona and yeah he's playing for the Pacers here now so in his debut 19 points seven rebounds and two assists and two steals here um, here's a guy that most notably the one thing that he said was he was eager to go against LeBron James and he feels like in a lot of ways he was right there with him uh, so he has a lot of confidence here and I love his ability really to score the basketball you know I think Mantherin's rookie debut was was spectacular in that sense and I think that the Pacers realize man that they have something special here and I think that that now puts them in a situation where I think that they're um, able to go ahead and possibly let uh, Buddy Hield go. And, um, you know, I, I think that they're 
maybe even willing to let Miles Turner go as well because I feel like this young man is going to need the minutes here. Um, I feel like he's going to be an excellent playmaker here. And in a lot of ways here, what they get here with this young man is maybe they get another Paul George type of player here, uh, which they drafted out of Fresno here. So here's a guy that maybe he kind of plays the same way here, a bit more explosive here. But I think you pair that with uh, Tyrese Halliburton, and I think that you have an outstanding backcourt here. I think another excellent draft or draft pick here in this uh, NBA draft. And I'm not willing to say like, again, Hall of Famer, but I certainly think that this has an all-star written on it, especially once he uh, learns to, you know, basically let the game come to him a little bit more and he starts to get some steady minutes here. Next up here is Shaden Sharp here. So, you know, Shaden Sharp has actually been playing a lot more here, especially since Dame Lillard actually went down with the calf injury here. And not a lot of people knew who he was. You know, he was at Kentucky. He didn't play a game there. However, um, you know, not really necessarily sure what that situation was, but he didn't play. And the bottom line is, you know, you got him limited in the summer league before he actually, you know, did something to his shoulder here. But listen, over the last three games here in his debut, okay, he had 11 points, 15, and then 14 points here, shooting very efficient from the field here, uh, had eight rebounds against Miami here. So, you know, here's a guy that athletics, athletically, I mean, he's very gifted here. He is very raw here, um, you know, and the thing is with him is that, uh, you know, I think that he's probably right along the lines of probably what they have here with Anthony Simons, um, you know, the young man that uh, Portland has not let go of here. And you see why, uh, you know, why he was so good and you see why CJ McCullough was expendable because he was so good. You know, this was a perfect building block here and might have been the perfect storm for Portland here uh, to get this young talent on the floor and I think that he's certainly going to help out a lot in Portland here um, you know am I willing to say as a big man that he's um, you know going to be the guy so to speak I, I'm not sure um, you know, because the last true big man that they had that played where well there was LaMarcus Aldridge. So, you know, it's definitely some big shoes to fill if you say that, you know, he's going to be that type of big, but he has the potential. I, I mean, like I said, he, his athleticism is off the chart. You know that he's going to get better as a shooter, especially with Coach Chauncey Billups there and, and working with Dame Lillard and those guys like that. You know, Portland is really predicated on actually shooting the three ball. So, um, you know, kudos to them. I think another probably still here in the draft here. And I think another reason why that this draft class might be one of the best out there. Uh, lastly here, how about the number 22 pick here? Um, Walker Kelsler, number 22 here. Um, the Jazz acquired him from Minnesota in the Rudy Gobert trade here. You know, here's a guy here that uh, basically... You know, he's been able to defend the ball very well. And Utah, quiet as is kept, man, has been a very, very good team. You know, a lot of people thought that, hey, that this would be a situation where um, they thought that Utah was basically going to tank here. But, you know, here's a guy in, in Kelsler who had 12 points, 5 of 5 from the field, and 10 rebounds here. 
Um, listen, man, they got lore of marketing over there. They still got Jordan Clarkson over there. Um, man, they still have, um, you know, the young bull coming over there from Cleveland as well. Um, and Colin Saxton. So this is a team that I think if you're looking at Utah, okay, and you look at the fact that Danny Ainge is taking over for Utah, just look at what he was able to build in Boston. And I feel like if you are in the Utah faithful, you have to be really excited about the future here for Utah. Um, they're already in a good situation here with the talent that they have. They're only going to get better here. And I think that they got it right here with this big man here um, in Walker Kelser here, um, you know, going out there and scoring 12 points in their debut here. So um, and actually able to really slow down um, the Joker as well. So that's huge, too, you know, considering in the West that, you, you know, you're going to get some of the better centers here. So, you know, these are some of the highlights here from this draft class guys and I, like I said before you know I know that it is early on here but I just think that when you look at this NBA draft class so far I think it's one of the best draft class to ever come out here and I mean you still haven't got a chance to see Chad Holmgren who unfortunately hurt his foot um, playing in a pro-am game there um, you know I think that this guy is going to be special here you know you pair him with the young point guard that they have out there as well in Giddy. Like, I think that that is going to be a special team here. And OKC is a very scrappy bunch as it is, but you pair that with Shea Alexander. Um, you know, you got Giddy, you get Chet Holmgren out there, who looks like, in all intents and purposes, he's shown a little bit of, of what kind of what Kevin Durant was, although it's not as consistent. Um, you know, there were some weaknesses in his game defensively. Obviously, he was being attacked there. People were kind of going at his chest. And then obviously the thing was, you know, would he be able to hold up um, as far as, you know, playing in the NBA with that frame here? So he's already been hurt. And so that's a little bit of a question mark here. But if Chad Holmgren can show kind of what he was able to show there in his early debut and kind of what he was able to show in Gonzaga, he's going to be a terrific player. Another guy that I want to highlight here is Keegan Murray. Um, you know, I remember draft night here. A lot of people were talking about Ke uh, Keegan Murray. And a lot of people, especially here, I remember uh, Jay Billis actually saying that Keegan Murray actually might be, um, he, he might actually be the best player in the draft when people actually look back some time here. And I'm going to kind of go over his his numbers here. So, you know, he had a late start to the season. He had an illness there. I believe it was COVID. He was able to come off that and then immediately kind of get out there. In his first game, 38 minutes here, he had 16 points and four rebounds. Next game against Memphis, he had 18 points and six rebounds. The next game against Miami here, 22 points um, and a rebound and three assists here. Here's a guy that basically, in, in reviewing his game tape and looking at Keegan Murray, he looks like a guy that has been in the league for like 10 years. I mean, the way that he plays, the pace of the game, nobody's able to speed him up here. And the one thing like Ben Churl here, you're looking at a guy, guys, that actually exclusively played a lot of the five um, in college here. But the thing was, he's actually a lot better shooter than he got a chance to show at the college game and you're seeing that in a lot of ways he's able to play on the perimeter and knock down three-point shots he can play in the post there 
Um, you know, I know his ability to probably rebound, you would like to see that a little bit higher. Um, I think that that possibly gets a little bit better, you know, but keep in mind, I mean, he's playing with, you know, Harrison Barnes. Uh, they have Rashad Holmes out there. Um, you know, you have Darren Fox, who has the ball a lot of the, the you know, the opportunities. So that kind of maybe takes away a little bit of the assist aspect for him. Um, he turns into a little bit more of a score, which is fine. I mean, that's what he can be is a score in this league and, you know, an athletic score at that. So, I mean, he translates to be a possible explosive for uh, well, actually a five through through three guy because I think he could actually get in there and actually play a little five if you need to as well if you have to play small ball so again I, I think that this is evidence that this draft was basically loaded here I for sure see King of Keegan Murray here being an all-star here and I'm not sure what Sacramento's fortune is going to be in the long term but with the young talent that they have and the ability that Mike Brown has a as uh, has as a coach their philosophy and the way that they're playing right now it looks very good you know i think that mike brown has been able to really uh install an offense here which is actually going to turn De'Aaron fox loose and i think it's going to be beneficiary or, or, or keegan murray is going to be a beneficiary here um as well as off night as well uh, that they have planned there at two guard i think that he plays well defensively here um Davion Mitchell and I think he's going to get better there offensively uh, aka they call him off night because he plays so well on the defensive end so I like Sacramento I like what they got here with Keegan Murray I think that this is another uh, terrific terrific pick here um, next up here how about Jeremy Sokin or, or yeah Sokin excuse me not Sokin Sokin um, <laughs> coming out of um, I believe was it not Oregon but uh Man, I'll look that up here, but here's another guy again, man, that I think, you know, with his defensive paralysis here and the way he's able to actually lock down on the defensive end, uh, the way he's able to compete again, you know, because of uh, Jeremy here, I think that he's in a situation now where, again, a lot of people thought that perhaps the uh, Spurs might be tanking here, but this young man has actually shown that, uh, you know, he's actually going to be a very good player here in this league. And he actually played for Baylor. Had to go actually look that up here. But in his debut, he's had uh, 12 points. He had a rebound. He had two assists there. Against Chicago, he had 13 points, six rebounds, five assists here. So, you know, you're looking at a guy, man, that basically as he learns how to shoot the basketball a little bit better um, and learn to really find what it is that he does well in the offensive end, He's going to be a special player. But the one thing that I love about him is he is a stat sheet filler. He's willing to go in and get rebounds. He defends at a high clip. He's able to find teammates and he's able to score too. Um, so, you know, I think that with Coach Popovich there, I think he's in a great situation here. They no longer have Dejon J. Murray there. And this is a guy here that, again, you know, possibly we're looking at it. It may take him a little bit longer to kind of develop here, but this is a young man that I think could obviously be um, an all-star at some point for sure um, out there for the uh, San Antonio Spurs here. So with that being said, guys, I just wanted to kind of highlight a little bit here about this NBA draft class here. Um, I know we're only about two weeks into this thing here. 
and um, you know we still we're still going to see some more um, rookie play out there like for instance uh, Dalen Terry here for Chicago is another guy that I think is going to be pretty good here um, you know I think that uh, Walker Kelsler we talked about how good that he's been here um, you know Patrick Baldwin Jr another guy for Golden State that I expect for him to be um, very good here um, you know just kind of going through here uh, Max Christie, a guy for the Lakers who's actually a very good three-point shooter. We haven't really got a chance to see him just yet. But uh, And even Isaiah Mobley, who the Cavs got, who I think is going to be good too long-term. But it's a lot of different rookies here that I kind of threw out there that haven't got their time to play just yet. But I think that they're going to be very good here down the stretch here. And um, you know, with that being said, that is today's show. We just really wanted to talk about the NBA draft class of 2022. Um, I want to go ahead and thank Anchor for being our platform. I want to thank the sponsors out there for putting sponsorship on the show and the fans out there for chiming in on a week-to-week basis here. Uh, We'll be back for another show. This is Rico with Real Talk Sports.